Hey guys, Trev here. Now that live music's back, I want to tell you about Camp Punksylvania, which is going on in Artemis, Pennsylvania, September 9th, 10th, and 11th. There are over 20 bands on this bill that include Stolen Wheelchairs, Susie Moon, Antagonizers ATL, Big Wig, Voodoo Glow Skulls, and many more. Camp Punksylvania is bringing some of the best punk rock bands out there for this exclusive event. Not only does this have a wicked sick bill, there will be plenty of activities and contests going on throughout the weekend for you to enjoy. A misfit market, punk rock karaoke, and nightly jam sessions around a fire. What else could you ask for? Head to camppunksylvania.com for more details. Then use the code STRUGGLE10 at checkout when purchasing your tickets for 10% off your order. That's STRUGGLE10 over at camppunksylvania.com. The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. Hey, Anthony. Yeah, Chris. Remember last week when I said you were being replaced? Yeah, I do. By Trev? I do remember this. And you thought it was a joke? It was still a joke. It's and still, then it, it is still a joke. And then you were not on the episode because you were trying to feature him. But do you, you do you remember this? Yes, I do remember. This. And do you remember how, when the episode released, you re- you realized like, oh my god, I'm for real not going to be on the episode this week. Do you remember that? I do remember. This. And do you remember when you listened to it and then you sent me a text message and you were like, dude. Am I really being replaced? And I was like, I don't know. I'm thinking about it. And you're like, please don't do that. And I was like, I don't know, man. I'm thinking about it. And then you tried to call me and I didn't answer. And you left me a message where you were crying and blubbering. You remember that? Vaguely. Vaguely. Well, you're back. I I see. I told you it was a joke. Well, you're only back because I'm going to let you know you're not on this episode either. What? Yeah. Told you. What do you mean? You're being replaced. Hold on. You're you're the new Alex Trebek. Listen. Are you holding? Listen. Wait. You're the new Alex Trebek. Not that you're dead, but you're being replaced. And I'm holding auditions with different people to take the place. And this week, you're not on this episode. This week, I'm talking to the ladies of Right Squad Media, and they're putting on the big event Camp Punksylvania. So you're not on it. Peace. We were just talking about that. We were just talking about that. I was telling her how like last week I went to Long Island. I went to a show out on Long Island. So I got away. I'm in Buffalo. So I, you know, to cross the state, I got away from my wife, my dogs, who are two big dogs usually sleep with us. So a whole bed to myself was like paradise. And I woke up (laughs) like this. What's this like? Like, what's this feeling of all this extra energy? Right. You're just like 
snow angels yeah. in the sheets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I got up and I remembered I was at a show the night before and that I'm not as young. And I was like, oh, that's what it's like to sleep that way. That sucks. Right. You're trying to check all your battle wounds. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just saying, no, thanks so much for coming on. I know you guys are super busy. You guys have Thank a lot you for you're doing. Us. No, I'm super excited. You know, I was telling uh, I was telling Terry, I, I heard you guys on Trev's show and just listening to you guys talk about, you know, Camp Punksylvania and what you guys had planned. It, it was just I don't know. It was this thing that kind of ignited in me, this kind of excitement of like, I haven't felt this in a long time. And maybe it's just because of COVID, right? Like, it feels like everything that we're experiencing after COVID is a little bit more magnified, if that makes sense. Like, like I said, last weekend, I went to a show. It was the first show back since COVID. I haven't been to a show since. So it felt like the most magical, like energetic show I've ever been to ever. Is it because of COVID? Maybe, but there's something about it, right? So listening to you guys, I was like, man, this sounds amazing. They're going to do a, a, a camping punk festival. And like, and then that's the thing, a punk festival and, and all different kinds of punk, but punk, right? Not, not, not big music festival where we have all the different genres, which is great. And everyone's got those, but punk kind of like old school Warp Tour, like when Warp Tour first kicked off, I remember that being like the super exciting thing about Warp Tour was like we could go listen to the bands we were listening to when we skateboard. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I'm excited to have you guys on. I'm rambling on. So, Terry and Laura, thank you so much. Uh, here's the first thing I wanted to know, because I heard on the other show that I listened to where you guys came onto my radar. Uh, you guys don't even live in the same town. Not, we don't even live in the same country. <laughs> That's the other side of it. Not even the same country. How do you guys even know each other? How's this, how did you guys meet? Um, so we met um, through another Facebook group called Punks Pitching Tents. Um, I'm the admin of that one. Um, and it was essentially people that went to Punk and Drublet in Ohio the first year. And then the group was kind of formed just either right after or right before. I kind of caught it right after. And we kind of just grew the group really big. Where, to a point where we became family and you know I met Laura that second year we got backstage passes through a mutual friend minor Tilly right back here but nice. um, we got to hang out backstage we got to get to know each other very similar musical styles very similar you know interests and stuff like that and it was just kind of like we connected um, so when we were waiting for Camp Anarchy to get announced like for the third year and it was like crickets and crickets. And we had a couple guys that organized um, the show in our group. So we're just like waiting to hear from these guys. Because, you know, most shows follow a set formula as to when they're going to start their promotions. And it's still like crickets. So Laura and I just kind of sat there and be like, man, we're not going to see our punk family. And what the fuck is this? And we just kind of said, maybe we'll just do a party and have a couple bands and just kind of get each other together so we teamed up with another girl um who was from pennsylvania pennsylvania that's why we wound up being there and then it, people kind of got wind of it we had started this private group be like hey we're just planning a party um keep your mouth shut well that didn't happen at all <laughs> yeah no not in that community you try to tell someone keep their mouth shut it's the opposite so then people are like so how can i buy tickets to the city so we're like oh fuck okay well I guess we're doing something so we just kind of put in a small run of tickets at the start and we sold quite a few so we're like okay well cool um our partner uh left to go start a label so left kind of Laura and I just sitting there going like yeah what are we gonna do and you know we still had bands that wanted to play we still had people that didn't refund their tickets or anything because we canceled because of COVID um so we said 
let's just take the leap and do this. And so we found a new venue. We found bands that still wanted to come on and more bands. And like a big question from everybody was like, who's the big one? So that's kind of how we landed the queers. It was kind of like, okay, well, the queers is the big one. And then fucking as soon as that happened, <laughs> we were just bombarded. I mean, literally 2 a.m. Bing, beep, beep from like bands that bands that shouldn't be contacting us to want to play our festival, you know? And we're like, what is happening? We had some cool opportunities and we decided to just take right a hold of it. And we're like, if we're gonna do this, let's do this the right way. Let's do this so we can have a year two and a year three and we can watch this grow into, you know, maybe a mini warp tour or something like that. Um, and it's been crazy ever since. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds super exciting. Like I was saying uh, before we started recording, you know, when I heard it, it became this kind of thing about like, like this, I, it feels like we haven't seen this kind of grassroots movement and, and kind of something like this put together because typically it's a corporate, you know, you see a lot of corporate entities and not to say that, you know, we don't want to shun if you guys got money coming your way that says, hey, but, you know, typically you see that that's where it's coming from. The, the idea to starting a, starting a brand new festival is immediately with the business suit saying, okay, how can we maximize profit on this? Whereas here, you're basically telling me that we're about to see a punk festival that was created from a Facebook group at the very, like the roots of a Facebook group who were a group of fans who went to an experience themselves and did what we all do, right? You go out there. That is exactly what this is. It's like you become family, right? Like you go to shows and after a while you, you recognize that dude that wears that same hat every time at the show, or you see that same girl. And after a while you start talking and after a while it's like hugs and it's like, Hey, I haven't seen you in a while. And so Dude, to hear that this this thing that you guys have right now has started from that, from from the birth of what we all have experienced in those in those crowds and those shows, that's to me. That's why I said to me it's exciting. I wanted to have you guys on here. That's that's freaking awesome. So obviously, you guys had the audacity to do this because you guys are already concert promoters. You guys know how to do this stuff, right? You have the know how. You have the books. You guys are you're good. You know what you're doing. <laughs> Actually, that's the funny part is no. I know. That's what I love. This all started after camp was already in the swing of things. Like we're, we're both professionals. I run a business. Terry's got a ton of experience um, doing events and things like that. We both have really good financial experience and things like that too. So we're like, listen, these are things that we can apply to stuff that maybe we don't know a lot about, but that's where the bands come in. And that's where our friends with merch companies and, labels and things like that come in they're like hey here's our two cents here's how we can help here's how we want to help let's work together and fast forward to like seven months down the road we're managing a couple bands now we're booking shows we're creating shows it's just a whole world that we kind of didn't think that we were going to end up in but i'm really glad that we're here <laughs> no it's, it's exciting fun. yeah it's been um interesting right that people are willing to put their trust in us um you know knowing fully well that we have zero experience which is kind of scary for any band that wants to take a leap like that um we're glad that the bands that have <laughs> crazy. see what we're trying to do in, in the big picture in the grand scheme of things um you know we're not here to gouge people we're not here to take their money or do whatever the fuck we want to genuinely help because at the end these bands are going to bring in more shows that we can go see and really laura and i are fans that's you know it's been the first and foremost thing throughout this whole thing is that we are 
we are passionate about going to shows and seeing these bands play and watching, you know, being with our friends and stuff like that. Um, that's always been the root of how we do things. I don't think that's ever going to change because like, even in our discussions, you know, we're putting shows on, but we're not really making anything off of them because we're just so happy to get these guys out. And, you know, we've discussed that maybe that'll change eventually because, you know, everything costs money. So we got to right. pay for hosting and we have to pay for our websites and we have to pay for Kip. Um, but for right now, we're just kind of excited to see kind of where it goes. We don't know where it goes or where it's going, but we're excited for it. So, and we're just, yeah, going in and we're just having fun with it. And, and I was going to say, I think that's the dope thing about this thing is, and then why it's so exciting and why I think, Honestly, there's a, a you guys have a, a larger than not chance of this becoming something because it comes from a place where you guys are fans. Like you guys are, it's not like you guys saw something like, oh, that's cool. Let's capitalize on it, right? Or there's this is well, coming that, back up again. Let's capitalize on it. You guys are coming from thing, shows. Like we we are we are showgoers. That's what right. we love to do in our free time. It's it's our passion. So to be able to take that our business set skills our connections that we have with our friends and say, this is what we love about shows. And this is what we fucking hate about shows. Now we can do it our way where we want to do it, how we want to do it, because we don't have to answer to a big corporation. We don't have a million people on our backs telling us how we need to do things. This is run for the fans by the fans. Okay. So people behind us too, who, you know, are also fans like it's not just Laura and I and I you know I know Laura and I are the face of this but we still have a crew of like 10 15 dedicated fans and some of them are going to be on our lineup some of them have just come out of the woodworks just to offer to help you know we are taking any help we can with this but they're passionate you know and they want to help and they want to see this grow too and know that we completely recognize the fact that they're doing this for us and we completely appreciate them. Um, they are all stars in our book and I'm excited, really excited to see how that's going to shake out come September, especially. Yeah. yeah that's it's been really humbling just to watch everybody be like, Hey, how's it going this week, ladies? What can I do to help? Where do you need help this week? Do you want to send me some more flyers? Like just things like that are, they, it speaks so much. So to have people like that on our side, and even getting, you know, like our friends and Stupid Rad and Stateline Records involved in this um, and Angry Young and Poor. Like these are these are punk brands that have those same ethos that we can grow with in the future. Um, and I know we say it all the time, but it's so true. We are so much better together. So it's it's really nice. And like I said, humbling for us to kind of go through and say, hey, you want to come on board with this and do something like this with us? Well, here's how we can, here's how we can do this together and how we can help you too. And the relationships that have just blossomed from camp and riot squad has been just insane. I think that's the Testament to the purity to what I'm saying here. You know what I mean? Cause it feels like, like I said, if it was an outside, somebody looking at it saying, Oh, we can capitalize on this movement. Cause, because punk's been around for a while, right? We're talking the seventies punk's been around. So it's not a new thing, but it is feel, it does feel like it's got this kind of renaissance that's happening. There's a, so many new punk bands, this energy that's coming up and, and I don't know, I've been around for a while myself. So I've, I, you know, I was around for, you know, Mill and Colin, Pennywise, you know, Goldfinger, all those guys. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so, and so that, you know, and then I watched it kind of get quiet and then it's, it had its own scene, but not, you know, on the level that it did. 
Um, but it, it feels like it is. It feels like there's something happening with this, the, the music. And so it's not an outside somebody coming in saying, let's capitalize, right? Like I said, you guys are fans, but I think that that's the testament to the purity. The fact that people, as soon as they hear this, they want to help no matter what it is. Like you hear that it worked for me. I heard it. And I was just like, I want to reach out to them. I want to do whatever I can. If I can have them on to talk about it, um, we'll throw the commercial onto our, our podcast all the way up until, and anything you guys need after, obviously, uh, oh, but you know, you. no, awesome. it's totally awesome. I mean, I feel like this is, this is needed and, and I feel like future generations need this. They need this music. When I would talk to Trev, he and I talk about punk music and, you know, for me, like rock music has always been the rebellious music, you know, hip hop became that rebellious music as well, but punk wasn't just rebellion. It was, it was almost like it, it, it encapsulated what it feels like to be an adolescent, that kind of raging hormones and not knowing what to do with it and just kind of rage and, and happiness and sadness and all these things balled into one. And it's expressed in a way that everyone connected, you know? And so seeing you guys do this was just one, one of those things where I was like, man, this is a, this is, this is a pure thing. This isn't kind of like, Oh, another, you know, festival that's happening. So when I heard it was coming out, I was like, we got to talk about this. Um, before we do, I wanted to check this. So did Riot Squad exist before this or was that a necessity of having to put this together? Uh, that's a weird question. So no, Riot Squad did not exist before this. Riot Squad was official in November, I think. November. Yeah, we officially launched Riot Squad um, well into camp planning. We Now at this time, we were in limbo. We were canceled because of COVID. We didn't know what was going to happen. We had no idea if we were going to even be able to do 2021 it, we had no clue it was that weird period for everybody um and at that time too our third partner opened up a label and started doing her own thing so we were like listen maybe we'll step back a little bit maybe we'll just do the podcast um and we decided to move forward with camp and we we're like well we need we need to be something we can't just be the camp Pennsylvania girls <laughs> you know we, we have to be something so we went back and forth for a little while. We had some really long, hard discussions. Um, but, you know, that's what you have to do when you figure out what you're going to be as a business. So we decided we're going we're gonna to still push forward with our podcast. We're going to do these fun little, you know, like our Sunday spin just to stay relevant. And because we love music at the end of the day, that's what we do. We like to talk about music. Um, but we also need to generate income for this giant monster that is about to take place now because at this point we're like, let's go forward with it. Um, so here's Riot Squad. <laughs> nice. And you know, I we say it all the time that Riot Squad was kind of like a way for us to help bands because, and we saw this very much during COVID was that bands were really good at playing music, but really bad at promoting themselves. Um, <laughs> they Big just time. don't have the technological know-how they don't when they put their posts up half of them are misspelled looking just just shit I, I hate yeah. <laughs> or some bands just kind of stopped because they have yeah. what a lot of creatives have is that imposter syndrome this thing of like nobody's going to want to listen to me so like why even try right now you know what i mean yeah so yeah, it was know. a tough period for everybody and then yeah. then you've got them saying okay well hey we're starting to look like we're coming out of this we want to revamp our website. We need a new logo. We need new merch designs, but we don't, we're making music, so we can't do this. And we're like, we can, we got, we can do this, you know? Um, so, so we started redesigning websites and doing some press releases and EPKs, just things that don't take us a lot of time, but that help them out a ton. 
you know? Um, And it's different than signing on with like a normal PR company. You get rolled into these ridiculous like campaigns and sometimes you don't really know what you're getting out of it. And that's the thing with PR too, is you can't always guarantee results. So we wanted to make sure like, like Terry said, we're not in this to make a ton of money off of them, but we just want to help out because we want to see these guys up on the big stage. We want to see them on bills like this, you know? Um, so our easiest way to do that was to say, Hey, let's take an hour of our day. We'll charge a ridiculously low fee and we'll just build our connections. And honestly, it's been awesome. We've locked in like a chunk of clients that are just like, Hey, okay. Now that, that was cool. Thank you. Now let's do this, you know? And it is, it's just about growing those relationships and making them stronger and things like that. And I'm so, it's like, we're band moms now. Like we're so proud. (laughs) Well, you know what it feels like too. It feels it's like what you said. It's not about like you're not looking at it saying, "Let me get money." This is going to be a cash cow. It's about like you want to see them succeed. And again, this goes back to the true fan, the fan of the music who we go to these shows at the smaller venues. We get to know them, you know, on that that local level, and then you start to see them make it, and you're like cheering for them. You're like, "Hell yeah!" And then you're hearing, "Oh, now they're going to open for you know national names." Hell yeah! Wait, they're going to Europe. And then you're cheering like you're not worried about like, hey, where's my money? Right. You're like, yes. So, dude, this what you guys are doing is freaking. Oh, I can't stop saying it. You guys are doing it. With, it's it's awesome, man. I, I feel oh, like. Thank you. That feels so nice to hear. Like, it's just no, it nice. really is. And I, I'm telling you, I feel like I want to I have to let more people know about what you're doing, because I know a lot of people, you know, that that love this kind of music that are into this kind of thing. And not many of them have heard of this stuff. So it's like, OK. We have to let people know. So, so you have right, right media right now. Um, I'm sorry, right squad media, and you're you're running Camp Punksylvania. Camp Punksylvania is three days in September. Yes. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> oh yeah, um, Camp Punksylvania was a. Uh, it's been interesting. Um, we kind of <laughs> wanted something for everybody. We really tried to tackle, um, you know, old, new, ska, hardcore. We really just wanted to encompass what punk was to us, what we saw it as. Um, You'll notice on our lineup is that we do have very young bands on our lineup. Um, A big reason for that is that we recognize the potential of them growing with us as well. Um, You know, we kind of, but we also have bands that have been in the scene for like 30, 40 years. Mm -hmm. So we really wanted everything. Um, You know, I kind of, if I was to walk into a room and like have it just be like everything punk rock, that would kind of be Camp Pennsylvania to me. It's just kind of like one of our partners makes me laugh because like his room's just like two huge rooms full of posters. And I'm like, that's how I want this camp to be. It's just be like show posters everywhere. And just, yeah. So we, three nights starts Thursday, the 9th, Friday, the 10th, uh, Saturday, the 11th. Um, we have public serpents headlining for Thursday. We have two headliners on Friday, which is due to glow skulls and big wig. And then Friday or Saturday, we had the queers and, I know a lot of people come up and be like, that's not punk. I'm like, dude, you haven't been listening to punk then because this is punk like explosion, you know, like, so we do have a Spotify um, playlist. If anybody wants to check out our bands prior to the show and kind of see what's up, Um, you know, we're going to have bonfires. We're going to have karaoke. We're going to have, Oh shit. So much stuff. 
Um, we're going to have like a craft station. We're going to have maybe some capture the flag. Who knows? You know, we're going to make this fun because if you're going to spend that kind of cash for a weekend, you're going to have, we want it to be an experience. We don't just want it to be a show. We want people to make friendships and we want people to fucking get to know each other and hang out after our camp. Like we want it to be family. We want it to be a family reunion. And we hope yeah. that every year growing from that it is. Uh, yeah. It's I'm excited. <laughs> it sounds exciting, man. It sounds like a wonderland for, for people like us who are into this kind of stuff. Right. Cause you go to festivals and you, or you hear of the big camp ones like Bonnaroo or, you know, these big giant things and, and sure, I have not been that I've not been to Bonnaroo. I always wanted to when I was a little younger. And I, now I'm thinking to myself, Oh God, I don't know if I want to deal with that headache. You know what I mean? Cause I see these like oceans and oceans of just crowds. And I'm like, wow, I don't know about that. But like these, these little bit more intimate kind of settings. And it's like what you've got going, this camp thing that draws me, that makes me say, I want to do that. I want to walk around the campgrounds all day and just hear music from stage to stage or walk by a fire and see someone just kind of jamming and sit down and sing along if you want to. And that's exactly the vibe that we were going for because, you know, like Terry said, we all met over that Facebook group that was for camp anarchy and camp punk and drublick. Um, and obviously we loved it. Obviously we loved it, but Again, there were things that we couldn't do. You couldn't have a bonfire at camp. You were camping in an open field. You know, um, you couldn't you couldn't really bring a lot of your own. There was a lot of weird restrictions and stuff like that. And we wanted to take that and we wanted to make it way more intimate. We wanted to make it, like you said, like a weekend going camping with your family and stuff like that. You literally can bring your whole family. You can bring your grill. You can pitch your tent. You can put your hammock in the trees. Um, there's swimming holes. It really is 110% camping and punk rock. Um, I think it's honestly more camping really than it is anything else. It has all of that, that you would get at, at a normal campground yet. We're throwing a festival right in the middle of it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. We went to, uh, when I said I went to long Island to see the show, I brought a friend of mine who had never been to a punk show. Um, he's more of an indie guy, you know, Lumineers is his, is his flow. And so I was like, listen, you gotta, you just gotta experience this energy. So I brought him, I don't know if you guys have ever been to the Amityville music hall. It is a tiny venue, maybe 150 at the most you can pack in there like sardines. Uh, he was blown away and he's a huge camping guy. So I had been talking to him about camp Pennsylvania and he was like, so that's going to be camping, but just kind of like this show all the time. I'm like, that's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hearing. And it's going to be awesome. So, you know, anybody who's into camping, first of all, and then loves the music, it's like, how do you not go? This sounds like a win-win. Yeah. Um, I, I 100% agree. And the cool thing is that where our stage is, is inside this like really open yet closed pavilion. So if it's, it's going to be rain or shine because we do have that protection um, from the gotcha. elements and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, we're, it's going to be, it's not a huge thing. Like I know people are expecting like thousands. You're not going to see thousands. We're first year DIY. We're year one. Like yeah, hardly awesome. any sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're not going to get that at camp, um, but you're going to get some people who are absolutely passionate about the music, who are also fans that want to be there to see bands either directly or indirectly. But the people that are there are there for a reason. They're there to, you know, have one hell of a good weekend. And that's going to be Laura and I's job is to deliver that to them. 
and make sure that, you know, they come back for year two or year three. And it's kind of weird to even talk about year two or year three, because I just, the concentration has been put on year one that, you know, we have an idea as to what we might see um, following, but yeah, I, I kind of have to bring myself back and be like, let's nail down this first year and see where we go for the following. But yeah. I get, I get why you can't help it though. It's exciting. Like seeing oh, the kind it. of response you have, <laughs> the excitement that's going on with this kind of thing. It's it, the, you can't help, but to think, wow, this could be another thing we could do next. You know, like the next, when do we start planning the next one so that well, we're ahead of the like, game? That's the fun thing is, you know, Terry and I talk every day, obviously, but um, there's days where we do, you know, our meetings, we have our zoom face to face and we sit there for however long and we chisel away at stuff. And yesterday was one of those days where I feel like we talked about year two and its potential so much. Um, and we're already like, well, this has been a learning curve. This is what we know not to do for next time. This is what will work for next time. And then we're, we both are like, oh my God, we're talking about a next time. You know, <laughs> we're, we're talking about a next time. We're not here just yet. And that's really exciting is to be able to have that fire already lit under our ass. And it isn't even here yet. Um, I, I'm excited for a year two, but I really, honestly, I'm so excited for year one. I, I'm curious to see what's going to happen how we're going to come out of this, um, how we're going to handle the whole thing. You know, I think we're going to nail it, but and, and you guys, if I said I wasn't a little nervous. <laughs> and you guys have a team of like volunteers and helpers through this thing. It's not just oh, going to yeah. be, you know, you and Terry walking around, checking oh, out God, everyone. No. <laughs> it's just the two of us. No, I mean, no, that'd no, be no, kind of no. cool, right? You're <laughs> just like, hey, you guys doing all right? All right, I'll come back later. <laughs> you know, we've been really blessed um, to have a team of solid people from the start um, that saw it right away and saw exactly what we're doing. I want to say a huge shout out to a few people since I'm here. We're going to say a big shout out to Jen, Travis, Rick, uh, Berg, Austin, Zach, and Ollie, um, Angie. We really appreciate these guys because they do show up every, you know. Yeah, that's the core. They've been with us uh, since Terry and I said, hey, let's turn this into something real. And they were like, what are we doing? What do we need? And those are the people that, you're going to want to like go up to and hug at camp when you see them. Cause they're the ones that are really honestly putting this on without them. I'd really have no idea where the two of us would even be. No, um, it is a community, right? It's been a community that's been putting this behind, you know, Laura and I are just really here as talking heads and fundraisers, I guess. Um, but really if it wasn't for them, I, you know, oh God, I can't even imagine. I don't even want to think about it, but they've been so solid uh, to be with us for this whole thing too. So yeah. yeah. Very I would say don't sell yourselves short though, because it's your spark. It's your guys' drive to have wanted to continue to do something. And that drives people, right? Knowing your guys' passion and the way you guys feel about the music and the community and what you're trying to do, it draws people. People see this. And like I said before, it's a pure thing. This isn't something that feels like it has any kind of ulterior motive. So when people sense that it's, it's, it's a positive thing. You're going to, you will see people that are willing to say, whatever you need, we're here, you know? Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. It is, you know, I'm gosh, I'm so excited. And we are <laughs> almost a month away. That's crazy to think that after two years of doing this, we're almost at the finish line. And that's, I just, part of me is sad that it's coming to this part too mm -hmm. i'm excited to see what's happening but then i know that we're gonna have to take like a little break and relax and just kind of 
sit through and go through kind of what worked and what didn't and all that and then just kind of go all right what's year two gonna look like so I'm very I'm I'm happy I'm sad I'm just kind of like a fucking roller coaster of emotions <laughs> yeah yeah, well, so yeah you-, you know we've gone through COVID obviously through oh, a wrench and everybody's plans for everything um but we've gone right through the ringer with this thing from the jump so to see it actually coming to life, we're like, is it, is it, is it really happening? Is this really going to happen in a month now? Are we only a month away? Um, it's wild to even think that this was supposed to take place last year. Knock on wood, it didn't. Honestly, I think everything happens for a reason. We mm-hmm. learned so much um, in in the last not even whole year since since it was supposed to have taken place. I. I'm grateful that we had that extra time to kind of get our shit together a little bit and, and become a little more professional and learn our way around things a little bit more. I think we're way more prepared this time around. Awesome. And you guys have, there's, so this, there's a site for riot squad media, but there's also a site specifically for camp Punksylvania. Yes. Camppunksylvania.com. There's still tickets available. Now they can get all three day passes or single day passes. Yeah, you can, you can do a weekend pass all three days. You can actually, and then you can also check in Friday night and stay the rest of the weekend and they go down by tiers. We do have single day passes available with no camping included, um, but there is some lodging and stuff within like a half hour radius. If, if you can only make it one day and stuff like that, there's merch bundles, VIP passes, parking passes for your RVs and all that jazz. You can, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> And now, so how about for people who listen, they love music, they, they hear this, they're like, they're like me, they're like, wow, this is awesome. I wish I could be there or I want to be able to help out or I want to do something. Can they do, is there somewhere they can donate? They can help kind of fund things for you as well. Yeah, actually, if you go right to the Camp Punksylvania page, um, right on the, the top, there's a tab for the store and for tickets and all that stuff. And there's an option to donate to next year or to even this year you can donate as little as a dollar and as much as you really want to um it stays completely private but it helps us out a ton so we say thank you in advance is there is there camp i haven't looked at the site most recently i went on you know when i first heard the episode uh trev's episode uh is there do you guys have merch merch for camp punksylvania itself yet um, so so we'll be making, yeah, go ahead, Terry. <laughs> um, so uh, we do have a couple shows coming up on the 12th and the 13th. Um, the 12th, we are in Scranton. Or Laura's going to be in Scranton. I'm, I'm kidding. Um, and then on the 13th, she's going to be at Porky's Bar and Grill in Pittsburgh. And our merch should be coming out then. Um, we're just, you know, with COVID, again, everything's kind of been really funny for merch. We've ordered this stuff oh, like, yeah. a while ago. So we're just trying to hopefully have it in and on time. Um, But yeah, we will have merch and we will be putting that up on our merch store and, you know, understand that whatever money you give us or buy off of us, all the money's going right back into camp. Um, It doesn't touch our pockets. We don't pay ourselves for this. Um, We do this because it is our passion and yeah, it just goes into like what we want to see for year two and subsequent years or even year one. I'm very excited that, yeah, Laura handmade patches. She, oh, nice. We got some great <laughs> shit from the su- Stupid Rad merch co. So we're very excited to see that. Um, posters, we'll have posters. Oh, nice, nice. Who designed the, who designed the logo, the Camp Punksylvania logo? 
that is Paul. Um, Paul's our friend out of the UK. He owns Zombie Teeth Clothing. I think he also designed this, I want to okay. say, too. Um, but he is fantastic. Uh, he does yeah, a lot of it. stuff for um, the Bad Ups, and he's done some stuff for Barstool Preachers. And really, he does bassists against racists shirts every month so if you go he check out the best out. huge shout out to paul he's yeah, um, with us from the start he's actually one of our designers for riot squad too nice. and the camp Pennsylvania logo too is a paul design laura has it on the hand yeah oh very that nice yeah i love that it's awesome yeah and that's what's really fun too like paul designed our logo our friend devin parker designed our official poster so it was just like all of these heads coming together because we're like hey we really like your style and you've been really awesome and we really like the way that you do this and you've been really awesome so can we all do this together so to like everyone's like oh who designed this and I'm like well honestly it was the love child between like three or four different people you know but I think that makes it even more special too it's like so many people have their hands in and all over this and like proudly I would hope that there would be like yeah I designed that and I think that that's awesome so it, it's also really cool to see that stuff kind of come to life. Like our, our backdrop arrived the other day and to see this giant 10 foot piece of whatever it is <laughs> laid across the floor. I'm like, man, this is insane. How awesome though, right? Like to look at that and just think to yourselves, this started as a Facebook conversation saying we should continue this. We got to do something right. And now you have got this thing laying in your floor. That's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. Boxes are, you know, I was on the phone with my mom today. She's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm cleaning up. There's boxes everywhere. <laughs> you know, everything's starting to arrive in the mail. And it's so crazy that like, we're a month away. This is really happening now. Like, this is real. <laughs> That's right. A month away. As soon as they're listening to this, it's literally a month, right? A ninth, 10th and 11th. Those are three yeah. days. I got it right. All right, good. So again, this is going to drop on the 10th, August 10th. What do you guys have going you know, up until Camp Punksylvania, you want to promote? I know you said there's two shows for them to come out and see you at. Anything else you guys have coming? Um, so we have the show on the 12th in Scranton. Um, we also have the show on the 13th, Porky's Burning Grill in Pittsburgh. Um, we'll have Working Class Dead, Public Serpents, Filthy Lowdown, Loud Love. Um, definitely keep an eye out for Loud Love because they are dropping a bunch of stuff coming up um, recently or in the next little bit. But also on August 28th, we are at Great Berry Skate Park in Philadelphia. Um, we will have discounted passes for people who want to potentially save some money and come to camp. So make sure you hit Laura up. We'll have some merch there. We'll have some patches. We'll have some posters. Um, it's going to be a fun one. Uh, we definitely... Uh, the Great Fairy Skate Park show will have stolen wheelchairs. We'll also have Froggy. So, unfortunately, some venues can't do under 21. Um, these two are the two youngest members of our lineup. So, I'll be very excited to see them play. Um, if you haven't heard of Stolen Wheelchairs, they're also opening up, or one of the bands up in Punk and Drublick, Pittsburgh, coming up in October. So, that'll be very excited to see them play with, like, you know, face to face, no yeah. facts. I just started listening to them just because I I saw they were on your lineup and I was like, who are these guys? First of all, I love the name. I was like, stolen wheelchairs. How punk is that? So I was listening to it and I was like, wow, this just again brought me back to my skate days. Like this is this is what it's about. I love it. And love, that's love, what's love so it. awesome is because they are so young. You know, same thing with Froggy. They're a riot girl band, like literally in high school. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, like coming out of high school. 
And I just think that's so awesome to listen to these bands. And, and like you said, like, how punk is that? It, yeah. it, that is the future of punk rock. So like, and it was important for us to, to land a venue like Grace Ferry um, because it needs to be all ages. We need to be able to showcase these bands. We need to be able to get their friends in here to support them. And we need to be able to get their friends listening to this stuff too, because they're the future, you know? Yeah. So why, why are we going to exclude these guys from stuff like this? And we are not, and we are so stoked to have them on the camp lineup, on the Philly lineup and you know, like, like Terry said, it couldn't be more rad for stolen wheelchairs to have that slot on that punk and drum lick gig. Like awesome. when that came out, we were like kids on Christmas, you know, yeah. it's so awesome to see your friends doing rad shit and there's nobody more deserving than them. And I think that it's awesome. I think it's so awesome. Yeah. I can remember still at the start when I first heard of stolen wheelchairs and I was like, how old are they? And someone had made the comment and I was like, 18 and I was like there's no there's no way this kid's 18 and like if you don't know Oscar um he's the lead singer he is like a savant when it comes to the actual scene like he does everything in-house by himself he's been doing it ever since he's like 14 15 the epitome of punk rock yeah do it yourself man yeah hardcore DIY you know his dad's in the band with him which is fantastic to see the two Oscars and then you got Milo and Lou and their energy, like, they're just the perfect four to be thrown together. You still have, and it's such a good balance of, like, that old versus new style. And because it kind of makes me think of Laura and I's relationship. We're 10 years apart, not to date ourselves, but, <laughs> you know, we do, you know, I grew up during 90s skate punk and very much into those. But Laura grew up. I was birthed into 90s skate Yeah. <laughs> You know, so it's definitely, you see that balance also in how we plan things too. We, and that was a big reason why we went with a little bit of everything was because we recognized very early on that although punk is our passion, we love it. Our styles are still completely different and the way we grew up within, within it, you know. So it was definitely cool to see them kind of share that same experience within their band that we are trying to do within Camp Pennsylvania as well. Nice. So uh, it's very exciting. Sweet, sweet. What else is going on? Any, any other shows you're going to be at or then Camp Pennsylvania is the next big thing after those shows? Yeah, after those, yeah, after those three, it's really punk rock bowling will be at. Um, oh, that's nice. our vacation. That is that's our vacation. Nice, like official post camp vacation. And we could not be more excited. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Uh, okay, so what about um, any shows you guys are, not your own shows, but shows you're excited to go see? Because I see you guys are going to show, or uh, for sure I see Laura. I see her her Instagram. She's at the shows. And it's, oh, and it's like... I, I'm still I waiting. There's no shows here right now, unfortunately. Still, um, the province oh, is opening right. up, but uh, no quite. No shows yet. Nothing scheduled. My first show back in Ontario is in December. Okay. Um, really trying there's another show in october i'd like to hit up but it just works i'm in a freaking middle of nowhere so it takes me hours to get to anywhere so gotcha. uh, december i'm going to see Lagwagon when they play in hamilton so. oh Lagwagon, nice and they're playing yeah double platinum which is my favorite one of my favorite albums from them so i will be singing every song that's the plan and <laughs> very excited very nice what about you, Laura? what are you going to see recently Coming oh up. gosh! Okay, going to and after- I am going to Worcester right after um, we get back from Pittsburgh. Actually, I'm going to see 
my favorite band in the history of all bands, the Bronx, with Rancid and Dropkick Murphys. Oh, Rancid, okay. Yep. Um, where are we going? Where else are we going? Where I don't even there's so oh I'm going to see Violent Femmes with the Gimme Gimmies in Rochester, I believe. Um and flag in November. Yeah, that's my birthday show. Hey, I encourage nice. everybody in Pittsburgh to come out for that weekend because the Dirty Mills playing the day before. It's just going to be great. We're going to awesome. anti fast Terry's coming down for that one. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> awesome, awesome. There you go, guys. Go check them out at their local shows. Make sure you guys uh, go support them at Camp Punksylvania if you can't go. If you want to go, there's passes available. Make sure you get those. Check out Riot Squad Media for any of your online content, social media, media needs. Uh, anything else? What else am I missing? Am I missing anything? No, I don't think so. Terry, Laura, thank you so much for coming on. Seriously, I appreciate it. Anything I can do to help or we can do to help for our shows, uh, feel free to reach out. I'm happy to push you guys and everything you're doing. Thank you so much. No problem.